Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Open Mic Career Stories. I'm your host, Mike Milstead, the President Managing Partner here at the LEK Group. Uh, we're a human capital consulting firm focusing on the areas of culture, talent, leadership, and outplacement. And this podcast, we call it Open Mic Career Stories, and the premise is really quite simple, to have real people tell their own stories in their own words. And our purpose really is to understand their journey and learn from the experiences that different people have had uh, and perhaps are the, the journey that they're still taking today to find some inspiration in those stories. This is really about uh, what people have learned and how they have chosen to drive their career. This is not meant to be a story of right versus wrong in managing someone's career. Rather, this is really a story of the journey that someone has taken so far and how they've applied their lessons as they've gone through this process. So uh, over the years, I've had a, a unique opportunity to meet some very incredible people in hearing their stories stories, and watching how they've learned to translate those experiences into their value and into their future. And uh, uh, fortunately, I've, I, as I had mentioned, I've had a chance to meet some pretty incredible people. And, and I'd like to take a moment to introduce you uh, all to Andy Wendling, who is uh, our guest today. Uh, and Andy, thank you so much for joining me today and for your willingness to share your story of your career so far. Um, if you don't mind, please take a moment and uh, introduce yourself to our listeners. Thank you, Mike. Uh, my name is Andrew Wendling. I'm a senior executive uh, now in the Nashville area. As uh, through the help of the LAK group, uh, I have relocated myself to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and uh, it really kind of started was I, I was stagnant in my career and just needed a big change. And uh, wife and I knew we wanted to relocate uh, to a warmer environment and uh, needed some help and some guidance with that and uh, found the LAK group uh, as far as uh, I was scared and worried about what my career would look like if I just opened up and quit my job and, and gave my notice and had nothing lined up. And uh, and uh, working with the LAK group, uh, things uh, really turned my life around, uh, not just my work life, uh, my personal life, uh, my, my health is so much better right now. And uh, it was all, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work that I invested uh, in myself, but also uh, getting some guidance from the LAK group and uh, and, and, and working with them to really understand what some of my career weaknesses were and where my career strengths were and really spinning that into a story to create a LinkedIn profile and resume that really, that really represented me and what I wanted to accomplish again in my career. You know, Andy, uh, it strikes me, you, you, you've got a very interesting story and I really like our um, Listeners to understand kind of what the toll that the toll that it takes on a person. I, I mean, you're you're half the man you used to be. I, I think just about quite literally, right? Yeah. In, in the last year, I've lost a hundred pounds, uh, and I'm very proud of that fact. Uh, I'm very active in the community here, down in Nashville, Tennessee, where I'm part of two run, two large running groups, and uh, have joined uh, a run the 
one of the running groups down here is uh, very big in the community and I actually joined their board uh, to help give back to the community and uh, help train runners again and, uh, and and work with some runners to uh, train them for marathons and half marathons. So what a, it's been a what, great journey. You're right. What, what got you away from that? I mean, initially. Really not having the right work balance. Uh, my job, I, I was a workaholic and I thought the more I worked, the more successful I would be and the happier I would be. Uh, I do have to admit, I, I made decent money and things like that, but my overall health and things really uh, pretty much got pretty bad. I mean, I was high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, on borderline of high cholesterol and uh, sleep apnea and, and, and all the things you really don't want. And, uh, and it really was the job and work-life work balance. And uh, I, I spent a lot, a lot of hours uh, at home, at, in the office uh, doing things. I just couldn't leave work behind per se. Yeah. And it really affected my, my health and also my, uh, a little bit the relationship with my wife. We weren't spending as much quality time together. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, those are the relationships that we cherish the most. And when they start getting affected in that way, it's, it's a terrible thing. Um, Thank you for sharing that, Anthony. Or, you know, okay. Andy, I, I really do appreciate it. What were some of the other struggles that you were kind of facing in, in your process? If you look at kind of where you were, um, one of the things that strikes me about you and your process that you went through was your extreme resilience and recognition that something was wrong. Something was terribly wrong. Yeah, the, the, the first thing is realizing something is wrong. The, the, the place where I needed some help is or really needed some help was how to put together that exit strategy uh, and and how to leave a company that you invested a lot of your time and effort in and made pretty su successful over, over time. How, how do you leave that company uh, uh, with the correct uh, happiness and, and fulfillment that uh, you gave it? without really leaving on a bad note. And that's where uh, the LAK group really helped formalize a plan with me, uh, a plan that I could buy into and, and work with, uh, and, and a plan that wasn't, hey, I'm, I'm quitting today, or here's my two-week notice. It was a plan that benefited both parties. And once I had that plan, uh, I got the confidence uh, to execute on that plan and, and really work with my prior employee. And then also, then once that was done, just feeling the stress that was relieved off of me. Um, as far as, hey, I did this, we're moving forward. The plan is starting to be executed. Now I can start working on my, my future career and what I want to do next. And that's where the LAK group, in my opinion, really helped step step up also was start rebuilding my resume, re, rebuilding my LinkedIn. Not that they do it for you. It's it's all you. And it kind of all starts with a, a perspective of kind of your, from your childhood until where you are today. And uh, that was the amazing story, storytelling piece 
Uh, if you look at my LinkedIn page and how I, I, I tell the story about being a runner in high school and college and things like that, and just the, just putting together that complete story of who you really are in the marketplace today and, uh, and selling yourself as to who you are. Yeah. And, you know, putting a plan together to move forward is one of the really the, the key first pieces that anyone needs to have because it's just sometimes the fear of the unknown, right? And, yeah. and just knowing that there's a plan that you can execute against. I mean, when you have had a solid job, granted, and with many different companies for 20 some years, I never left a job without another job lined up behind it. So this and that was wasn't the, the case time. this time, was it? Yeah, that was not the case this time. Uh, I, I left I, I left the job and didn't have a job behind it, uh, but I knew we wanted to relocate and, and some things and uh, uh, relocate our Wisconsin back or down to Tennessee. And uh, so we just made it all happen at once. That's a pretty ballsy move, Andy. Yeah. I mean, seriously, uh, to, to recognize the situation that you were in, to have that open conversation inside your own home with your wife and trying to figure out kind of the direction that things were going um, because she was in transition at the same time as well, wasn't she? It was. She lost her job due to COVID and was out of work for about over a year before uh, this all took place. So, so the, she, this... <laughs> she was working on rebuilding her career too. Wow. And so the added stress that this could cause, but sometimes having that plan and being able to execute it against that. I mean, you're an ops guy, right? You're a VP of yep. ops. So execution against plans and strategy, that's what you do all the time, right? Correct. And working on lean and continuous improvement and things like that and just building teams. And that's that's basically, uh, I never looked at it quite that way in my career, but once I, I, once, uh, I did, uh, it, it's been a fun journey. Yeah, once you're able to take a look back at your autobiography and really understand, you know, what are the what are the career decisions you've made and how is it kind of built up to what it is now? It looks a little different to you sometimes, doesn't it? Yes, it really does. So uh, tell me a little bit more about Andy. And this is really kind of the remarkable part of your journey, from my opinion. I've known you for a bunch of years. Um, tell me a little bit more about what you learned about yourself in this process. Uh, Probably the, uh, some of the big things is uh, I, I've always viewed and took pride of myself as to building teams, but uh, at times I didn't understand why I was maybe ineffective at, at building these teams. And uh, after talking with some of the at the, LAK, the LAK team and uh, learning about some of my weaknesses, uh, I, I took it to heart to really uh, – listening to my team them, uh, uh, members much closer. Instead of jumping to a conclusion that I think they have, is to ask more questions to help develop uh, the team's ideas or that team member's idea. And really to put it kind of into continuous improvement is ask, ask five, or five or more why questions as to what that person is trying to get to. Don't just jump, don't always just jump the gun because what I was starting to see is as I got more uh, uh, experience in things, I already had ideas wrapped up in my mind. And when people started hitting on some of those ideas, I would just 
start writing things up on the board and and this is and all of a sudden I could tell I was starting to lose some interest of some of the key players or in, in some of my meetings once in a while. And uh, and it was because I, I didn't let them really fully develop their ideas on the board uh, and and was taking some of their thunder maybe away from them and, and some of their appreciation. So I've definitely worked on that as, as you just let the team really help develop ideas. Um, the other thing that I've really worked on very hard in my career is to really get to know people. Uh, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't one of those guys in the past that would sit down and, and like to small chat about things or ask questions about how the weekend was and things like that. And, uh, now I spend a lot more time, uh, just really getting to know my team members, uh, finding out what really makes them tick and, and, and uh, and working with them and uh, and talking to them more on a, a personal level instead of always a work level. Uh, so, so those are some of the two things that I really have worked on very hard uh, to really try to improve my career. And then after that, it was uh, working on my health and, and developing and investing in myself through exercise, through reading more and actually starting to learn again. And you can never stop learning. And at one point in my career, I really thought I was pretty much stagnant and, and really stopped investing in myself. And uh, it's awesome when you spend some time just watch, watching a documentary or something that you, that you just want to pick up some more knowledge and learn about something. And, and if I can tell anybody is, Never stop investing in yourself. It's always worth it. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. I, I mean, investing in yourself, this is this is something that that you really wanted to take the time um, to go through this process, but you were still working at the time that you were going through this process, right? At least in the beginning stages yep. uh, of this. Yep. Um, and that's an interesting way to manage your transition because that is not an easy way of doing it at all. You know, doing your regular day to day, meeting those those demands of your regular job, and then focusing on yourself. Some some people feel that's a very selfish way of doing it is, is focusing on their own career um, at at different times. But how are you, given the lessons that you've learned through this process, Andy? What are some of the things that you're going to be doing differently now in, in managing your career as you move forward? Uh, I will always make sure that there's the right work and life balance. Uh, I will also culture. I cannot stress enough when you're applying for jobs and looking for a future job or looking for the future move. Uh, culture, culture, culture is very important. Uh, at least to me, and uh, it might not be that important to everybody, but I I realized that I really need needed that team culture that where a team is valued more than individuals, uh, just because that's how I tend to manage is I want the team to succeed more than anything, and I want the company to succeed more than anything too, which is just the larger team in my opinion. So I try to manage by being a coach and a leader. Uh, so uh, having just that general culture uh, 
kind of in place. And it doesn't have to be the perfect culture. No company is ever perfect. But uh, embracing their employee, embracing uh, uh, companies that embrace the employees, have reward programs and things like that for the employees uh, when they do things outstanding and, uh, and just really a team atmosphere. And when I've, when I started interviewing from the company I work for now, uh, it, it, it's, it stood out. I mean, compared to some of the other companies I, I worked at and, 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 in, and interviewed with, once you find the right fit, uh, you can realize it pretty quickly. And the interview process here was, was difficult uh, at the current company that I work at, but uh, well worth it. And when I say difficult, I actually probably met 15 different people during the interview process, but they all really took the time to get to know me, ask, ask me personal questions and things, things like that. And you could just see how, and they always use the word team and team member. And we don't call uh, our, our salespeople salespeople. We, we, we call them sales partners. And just the relationships between sales, vendors, our operational team, it's all about all three, even the outside vendors in this organization. When, when I was talking to, to uh, procurement and having them talk about the relationships of the vendors with our company and, and building that relationship, you could tell it was very important and, and they wanted people to really understand that culture and be part of that culture. You know, so I think it really takes a, a guts to to really focus on not just the role that you're in, but focus specifically on the kind of company that you want to work for. And not just looking for job, moving you and your family and your two dogs and, and everything to a completely new place, because that's where you want to be. You know, you took that, you moved to Nashville before you even had a job. Correct. And, and, and then launching a search in a new geography, um, Andy, I got to tell you that not a lot of people would have the guts to do that. But I think it says a lot about your own resiliency. I think it says a lot about um, your focus and your drive. But at the end of the day, it has everything to do with the fact that you were motivated enough to make this change for yourself, for your family, for your well-being. And uh, I just really got to tell you that you're an inspiration to so many people that are out there for for doing this and in, in the way that you've done it. Um, if you had to put your kind of your finger on one one lesson learned that kind of impacted you the most, or a couple, or whatever that looks like for you, what would that what would that lesson learned be? I would go back to the statement I made a little bit earlier: is never stop investing in yourself. And I felt that I put myself. I stopped learning. I, I stopped trying to learn, I think, at some points. And uh, uh, it, it's very important to just continue to invest in yourself and, and continue that learning process. And and um, and that's really what I go back to. And uh, I, I stopped doing a lot of things I used to do. And it's just because I felt like I never had the time to do it. And, uh, and, and finding 
finding that right culture fit within an organization again. And that's really what, in my opinion, that's really what got me to the position where I was uh, before I made this move to where I am today is I, I realized some of the career mistakes I made early, earlier and just needed them to move on from them and become a better person because of it. So. Excellent. Andy, look, um, again, thank you for taking the time to get together with us today and sharing your story with our listeners. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, I'm going to put a link to your, your LinkedIn profile at the bottom of this podcast so people can reach out to you if they do have any questions for you specifically about the path that you've taken. You've been very vocal and, and open about the, the idea of being able to pass on the lessons that you've learned to other people. And I, and I appreciate you taking the time today to do this with us. Um, but congratulations on your, your career path so far. You're never done, right? It, it's Not the done. journey. I got is the many more years to uh, enjoy it. So, right. Well, again, congratulations on your process so far. Great to hear how things are going. And uh, we'd love to have an update from you at some point in the future. But uh, thanks again for spending the time, Andy. No problem. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you it. it.